Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is Duel For Hip Hop podcast episode... 70 listen <laughs> we re- retired the 60s and we in the 70s it feels good to be back on the mic i got my conrad my co-host with me renee washington what up what up what up so how has been for you because for me it's been a minute and i know you do things outside the door for hip-hop podcast so i think you've been gracing the mic way before now so how's life been in the last few weeks and still Grabbing the mic, still doing what you do, mm-hmm. putting things out in this, a lot of positivity on the Twitter, <laughs> letting people know you you chasing at a bag and you chasing your goals. So, you know what? I feel like mm-hmm. I'm like floating. Oh, like really? I feel like things are really coming together, and okay, good. because of that, like mm-hmm. life just feels different, right? You know, and I'm not saying that life isn't stressful. That's just false. There's okay. always something. There's always, There's always something. But nah, I feel really good. I feel like 2020 so far, as we get close to the start of March, these mm-hmm. first couple months have been everything I could have asked for more, and psh, mm-hmm. I'm excited. That's dope. Can't complain. That's dope. So we got a lot to unpack um, on episode 70. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a lot going on, and I'm, and I'm sure if you've not not known or if you've been under the rock, you also know that Pop Smoke was killed in Los Angeles a couple of days ago. Um, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, but we're going to get into that later. Um, I actually want to talk about Nicki Minaj. Now, Nicki Minaj dropped Yikes. Now, when I first heard Yikes, I was actually surprised because I've never really been a Nicki Minaj fan like that. Oh, I never, okay. I never, it took me seven years to give her her flowers. When I heard Pink Print, that's when I said, you know what? That's Nicki Minaj. Like, I really, I'm really banging with you. But in the beginning, when she was pop, blocking and dropping and doing all that pop shit, I wasn't feeling the Nicki Minaj. And I know you was trying to get that white bread as well as that black bread. But at the same time, I wasn't feeling you. I didn't feel you was embracing Queens. And I know that first mixtape, you did. That first mixtape, you did it. But as you got to the bag and you start getting that bread, then you switched up on me. And I understand it because you want your audience to grow and X, Y, and Z. But I felt like you still should have pitched a little bit of a little bit of the Queens Nicki Minaj in there somewhere. But you didn't. But salute. But yikes, though. No, yikes is dope. I really like yikes. Yeah. I really think. I really think. And then she killing it. Like she would. She went number one in 19 countries. She's been talking about her stats. And that's one thing about Nicki Minaj. She always likes to brag about her stats. <laughs> like reminds me of LeBron James. He don't brag about it. He just does it. He don't okay. post it up. But he does. He's a, he's he stacks it up all the time. I was about to say, where are you going bringing in Bron? Because, you you know, I'm team LeBron. But, (laughs) no, I mean, I have always liked Nicki Minaj. Unlike you, from day one, I've always been a fan. And I actually like the way that she tried to diversify her music. You know, she was singing more. She was getting more into that pop type of music. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I feel like we, too many times 
almost try to pigeonhole people. And it's not just with artists and musicians, but we try to force them into a box that you have to be this type of professional. Whereas the Taylor Swifts and all these other people, you see them crossing over from country to pop to whatever yeah. just to reach different art audiences. Bruno Mars, like the okay. list goes on and on. So okay. yes, I think that she could have mm -hmm. stayed true to herself a little bit more. And, and I, I get what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I'm also fine with how she did it. You know, you got to make sure you're growing your brand. You got to make sure you're growing your audience. Right. And I think that's what makes Nicki Minaj more than just someone that black people like you know she yeah. is well liked as you mentioned across 19 countries there's a reason for that now when she drops music mm -hmm. everyone's looking for it whether it's a twerk video on instagram oh, or God. yikes or whatever it is okay. everyone is, is always locked in <laughs> to see what Nicki minaj is doing because i like her whole like multiple personalities type brand that she's a little crazy but she you don't want to you don't want to mess with her right yeah, so. yeah, I, I agree with that. I guess she got some things brewing. And then, of course, her and Meek Mill was going back and forth on, on Twitter. Mm. Now, that was real that cl I did not classless. Like. That yeah. was classless. <laughs> that was classless, Nicki Minaj. Like, real talk. Like, I mean, damn, I mean, all your dirty laundry, though, like, risk for the whole world to see. But that's them though. Like that that Nikki did the same thing when she had the beef with Cardi B when mm. at the gala and he threw the shoe at Cardi B and everybody was posting her eye and all that. That's the same thing that happened. But we need to stop doing that because okay. it is not, you know what? This is something that makes me mad and I know we're not getting into what make what's making us mad right now. Yeah, but when I, I saw when I was watching that whole thing unfold, I'm like this is it's childish. Right. You're not supposed to air your dirty laundry on in public, whether it's social media, not at all. What ever happened to when you're growing up, learning mm -hmm. that you don't argue or do whatever out in public, you do that behind closed doors. That's it's the same thing here. Social media is in public, mm -hmm. and we don't want to see what's going on. And then when you bring in all the illegal and unethical things, rape, abuse, that all these these things that that are being brought up and thrown into each other's faces, you're hitting below the belt. Right. It's just unnecessary, and that's the problem. That because. People in society see the Nicki Minaj's and Meek Mill doing it. We saw Cardi B and, and Nicki do it. We see it all the time. We think it's okay. Right. But we got to remember they're celebrities. So they can do that, argue in public, go back, still be rocking, making their millions, still dropping music, still dropping yeah, it whatever. It doesn't affect their brand. But it doesn't affect their brand. But for an everyday person, it's it's unrealistic because now you're looking like, oh, if Nicki did it, I could do it. I can spite with my ex-boyfriend or whoever on social media. And that's, yeah. not, that's not life. And so I don't like that they blast. do that. Don't do that. Yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's definitely classless, <laughs> without a doubt. Now, one thing that wasn't classless, and I got an opportunity to finally see Power, the whole <sighs> season six, the finale, but I wasn't shocked like everybody else, though. <laughs> like that Tyreek killed his dad, I wasn't shocked. No. Because Tyreek has been giving his dad problems since season fucking four. <laughs> like he's been coming at him like, dude, what? I know Stayed you pay the bills. <laughs> I know you a drug dealer. I know you run with Tommy, that crazy Italian fool. But look, let's 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 get it in. Like he like, let's fight, Pop. What's up? Look, the moment Tariq stopped calling him dad and was calling him ghost out in public, standing him looking eye to eye, like yeah. I mean, to me, Honestly, I knew it was either going to be Tariq or Tasha because the whole, like, who would ghost let, who would kill Ghost? Like, right. people have been trying to kill Ghost and Tommy for, for seasons, time. and they've all been unsuccessful. That's so it didn't make sense to me that some random person like, um, um, Lawrence Tate's character or yeah. who, like, somebody that is, in my opinion, 
just not as strong and powerful would either be Tommy, Tariq, or Tasha. Now, I didn't think it would because it was going to be Tommy because they had that love-hate brother relationship. Absolutely. But once Tommy's episode dropped and we saw his reaction when he found Ghost, mm -hmm. I knew it was Tasha or Tariq because for the fact that he didn't shoot, right. I'm like, it's got to be someone that he wouldn't kill. And it'll be one of those two. But the spinoff, what are your thoughts on the spinoff? <laughs> Yo, no, I, I don't know. I don't know 50 Cent. And 50 Cent, shout out to 50 Cent. I, I really think 50 Cent is killing the game right now. I mean, even Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, I like what they're doing, but I just think what 50 Cent's doing is on another level. I mean, that new show for life is killing it. Like, that show is on another level. So I just think right now, everything 50 Cent is touching is basically turning to gold. But the mm -hmm. ghosts... Ghost book two? Mm -mm. I don't know. Because Tyreek is going to be leading. And Tyreek is not really that great. He's okay. But he's not. he doesn't draw me in to want to say, you know what? I got to see that. You know what I mean? Look, I put this out on social media a little oh, while did? ago. Oh, yeah, I'm about to get in my soapbox a little bit. A little while ago, wow. I put out, who are your least favorite characters across all shows of all times. And my least favorite, I'm talking cartoons, sitcoms, mm. reality TV, everything I have ever watched on TV. He was number one, two, and three. Who? Tariq <laughs> is my least favorite character. Oh, I'm not playing. And then, and then everybody, a lot of people had the same Yo. thoughts because he just makes you so mad. Right. I refuse to watch a show built around him and Tasha because mm -hmm. they both make me sick. Tasha's sitting up talking about something. She wants Ghost to get out the game. She don't want him to get out the game. She likes the money. She like whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Tariq's sitting up trying to act all big and bad. Once he got Raina killed, I was done. He was dead to me. I was over him. Yo. And the fact that, I mean, if they made a spinoff with Lala and Tommy, I know they mm -hmm. killed off Lala's character. Yeah. But if they didn't kill her off and that was a spinoff, I'd be all for it. But you're not going to make a spinoff with the two characters. I literally, those two in sex, the, two, the characters I dislike the most, mm -hmm. and then bring in Mary J and other people. And now suddenly Method it's a Man. show. Method yeah. And, then, and now suddenly it's a good show. No, no, no. I ain't watching it. Sorry. <laughs> and I get my, my yeah, view. She said, <laughs> she said, I ain't watching that shit. That shit is garbage. Power was my favorite show because of Ghost and Tommy. You, you kill know, off Ghost, so I'm not going to watch. Yeah, and cause yeah, and see that's the thing. Ghost was the best, the best person on here. Like he's the best actor on the yes. whole show. Yes. And then, you know, it's just uh it's just, and then mm -hmm. Lala, when she got killed, I wasn't convinced. Like, she didn't act real good when she got killed. Oh. It's just like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying. Like, what the fuck? Yo, Tasha, you should, Tasha, you should, don't do this to be Tasha. Yeah, like, no, she, on, no. No, I ain't no. feeling that. No. Well, that whole scene also, see, I don't like Tasha either. And that whole scene made me mad no, because Tasha, Tasha's a jealous. She's jealous. She's all with her all little but, black fur outfit. She's always rocking. She makes me sick, too. But so, Tasha can act, though. She, she can because at least she makes me feel something. Like, I'm mad at her. I don't like her. So that for that reason, she's a good actress. You know, no, she does her I'm thing. I'm mad at her. I don't like her. <laughs> Go back to 3LW, no. Cheetah Girls, whatever else, because I can't. Tasha, no. Mm -mm. You will not have me tuning in. <laughs> and then they got it's it's yo it's crazy 50 cent is really trying to capitalize on power because it was a hashtag that said power never ends and he also got book three and book no, four and no. in book four they bring an omar x back he the guy from juice the only thing that would make me happy is if they finally give yaz some real camera time the little you don't even know who yaz is the little sister 
Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Still nobody because really they know do, who she because, is. And that's what people were jokingly saying she would be the one that killed Ghost. Because they set up and have a whole third child that's I thought she was like four, and then they showed her at the end of the of season six, and she's yeah. like 10, 11. She's a big kid. Right. Because everything you always see, they always have a little dollhouse, a little stroll in the background looking like baby toys to show there's a child, right. but you don't ever see her. She's always locked away with the grandma somewhere. So unless she's more visible, I'm mm. not watching. That's my protest. That's her protest. <laughs> and to all y'all motherfucking writers at Stars, she ain't having Give that shit. So y'all, so y'all motherfuckers better go in the writer's room. <laughs> it's just writing. unrealistic. You're a parent. Where is your child? Where is yes? Every and single you know, time we see Tasha well, goes so laid I didn't up get with about people. it is, <laughs> yo, power really fucked up in the end. Like season six. Look, the other part I didn't get is how them last couple episodes they kept going back to something that already happened <sighs> and giving you a different angle. Motherfucker, this shit still happened. I don't care look, what angle you go to. Look. Paz and I can't even a governor Governor Tate those episodes could have been thrown out the window and Andre's episode we didn't need that no, I would have been happy with that. Tommy's episode and the finale everything else to me was garbage and I like the way they tried to do it with the different perspectives it always started from the news announcement that mm -hmm. Ghost was running you know right all right cool but those are because because again I never thought Paz would kill Ghost or <laughs> Governor Tate or no. Dre yeah no. like no. no, Sax, nobody, there was no one that made sense to kill him. So. And how the fuck did Sax get his job back? That's because, the shit that was like, what? He got yeah. it. After what he did, I was done. <laughs> I was done. I said, look, Fifth, I like you, bro. I'm, I'm tuned in for life. That shit is popping. It's every Tuesday at 10 on, on ABC. That shit is super dope. And it's based on a true story. So I'm really, Isaac, I think it's Isaac Hayes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and it's dope. It's, it's like, on another level. I, I feel like 50 Cent. Like, I really feel like he really cashing in. I feel like, like I said, the last couple things that Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey did, it's like, no. And now mm. that that shit happened with Gayle King, mm. people not feeling Oprah. I don't give a mm -hmm. fuck what she make. They're like, fuck out of here, Oprah. Fuck well, your book. Fuck your book club. Fuck <laughs> your, your magazine. They throwing stones at her ass. Like, you associated with Gayle King, we throwing stones at you. Well, I'm, I know we don't want to go off on this tangent, but well, I look, can't look, wait to what, talk about Pop Smoke and all this other shit that happened because yes. I'm going off on the tangent. When that, Tyler Perry with his shows, on that his new shows mm -hmm. are a hot mess. I'm sorry. <laughs> See? It's a mess. It's a mess. And Oprah, Oprah and Gayle King, they are, all three of them, with the, the common denominator is the fact that they're, I don't like the way they are representing black people. Right. Because you are three very powerful personalities. And that was more my issue with Gail King's interview mm. with Lisa Leslie. Yeah. It's just like we don't have enough advocates for us to begin with. So no. if I'm Tyler Perry and A Fall from Grace was an amazing Netflix movie, by the way, if you saw that. Um Tyler Perry's movie he put out. But the okay, shows nice. he puts out, the way that he has his characters he has every single, I don't know why every show has to have an angry black woman that's just out of this world crazy. Haves and have nots. I don't watch it because I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. He just does too much. And I, <laughs> why not take your power and show us with like a nice happy marriage and a nice family? You know, right. something that we don't see every day in the community. So that's my little soapbox on that one. We haven't been here for a while, so I got to give you all the soapbox. Yeah, you got to give me all the tea and all the, and all the you know, all the just, shenanigans. Just represent us right. That's all. We finally have ne a network owned. We have BET doing more and more. You know, we got all these, these opportunities. You have black actors. Put them in a positive light for once. 
Facts. I agree with that. Speaking of positive light, let, let's change gears. I'm super excited about the Roots Picnic. Now, the Roots Picnic has a crazy lineup. I'm going to be in the building. I was trying to get Renee in the building, but she has another obligation. And I'm going to be out there hitting it up, you know, interviews, filming. I'm going to be going crazy because you got people like Meek Mill, Summer Walker, The Baby. I mean, Music Soul Child, SWV, Brandy. Yo, when I seen that, I said, oh, they bringing the 90s stage? Oh, they going crazy now. I was super excited about that. Tickets are $69.99. Hey, hey. <laughs> they even, look, they even got a VIP section. Now, now, now I'm going to tell you, Black Thought and the Roots of Questlove, now, y'all VIP motherfucking admission? Hell fucking no. Mm -hmm. I'll be damned if I'm paying $270 just to sip on some dose. Uh-uh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's going to be some people lit in that tent, but I ain't down with that, brother. Now, you. You, right, exactly. <laughs> now, if you got some media passes and you want me to slide in, we good. But all that 370 shit, no, nah, bro, we ain't doing that shit. <laughs> like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. But they got a dope lineup. Like, I, I really, like, I like to see stuff like that. I like to see when you bring back, you know what I mean, the 90s, mixed, mm -hmm. fused with what's going on now. Now, I don't know what Summer Walker going to do. She has social anxiety. I'm praying that she kills it. But at the same time, it's like, uh, Summer Walker. When it comes to the performances, mm. I'm just hoping Philly don't boo her because Philly is a crowd that if you don't satisfy, they don't give a damn if you're from Philly or from somewhere else. They're going to start to boo your ass. That's why people look at us as the worst <laughs> sports fans. But I just think we're real. I mean, we, we if you pay money to go see someone. Yeah, you should And yes, get... I know she has social anxiety. That's real. That is very real. Absolutely. But if you pay money to see someone, you want to see someone. That's a fact. And I, I know there have been a lot of times I've been at a concert or a game, whatever. You mm -hmm. show up, you excited. You don't put, you know, paid your money, pay for your tickets, got That's all facts. dressed up looking cute. That's and facts. then you go there and there's either audio issues or the person's not doing a good performance. They're just standing there singing instead of performing because there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Or a game where your team's getting blown out or they're right. just playing like garbage. That's that's Why not be mad? We're supposed to sit there and say, oh, good job. Keep it up. Good Keep job. doing Keep that garbage. Up. I love it. I Keep love it paying up. my money for garbage. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> No, uh, no, oh, we keep it yeah. real. Keep it real. But I'm mad that Drop I'm missing the Roots picnic that. again because every year, literally every mm -hmm. single year, I circle my calendar to go to the Roots picnic. Drop a bomb. And I don't ever make it. Maybe next year. But you have you got an obligation, year, right? Like six years. You got an obligation. That's why you can't make yeah. it. Yeah. It's not man. enough hours in the day, man. I can't be in too many places at once. I need a Yo. clone. But that shit crazy. So you had something pre-arranged for May 30th. You yeah. already had something set. Well, I mean, yes. what is it? Not to be in your business, but... Work, 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 work. Oh, you sound like Rihanna. <laughs> happy she birthday. She just had a birthday. I was about to say. Yeah, happy birthday, Rihanna. We love you. Um, We're going to take a music break, music break, and we'll be back on the other side with What's New in Hip Hop and also... <laughs> Why we mad? Mm. Yo, man. Rest in peace, of Pop Smoke. It's big on the twin of you, eh? But I shake the room. I shake the room. <laughs> Wait. 
but I shake the room. Uh, Quavo. How about I shake the room? Shake it, chop gon' sweep the broom. Everybody running and ducking, I'm clearing the room. Shoot one time, saying double time like you on shrooms. Shoot, shoot. On the other line, it's a fake time, saying nigga on the news. We bout to shake in this bitch. Frosted flick on the wrist. The gang ain't playing this shit. I got a shake in this bitch. Shake, 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 shake. Shake it up. Peel back your toothpaste. Peel it back. Money move to conversate. Money. Put them up on the plate. Put them up. Baby shaking in the waist. She shake. Hit the flashlight to see her face. Flash. And she looking like a snack. Cute. Birkin bag on the way. Woo. Up in a shake the room. I pop a bird, feel amazing Straight honey, no chaser uh-huh. Niggas be talking hot till they get burned I don't fuck with niggas cause these niggas be sure Little niggas stay in your place, wait for your turn Respect ain't given, nigga it's earned In the Bugatti 5719, who push gas? Flag in the air, hold on Ref, ref, ref Ain't a lot Ferrari, can't rent this With a brown little thing, Reese's Steven Victor in the pista Dior got no creases Oh gallery 6.1 for the painting. painting. George Condos. George Condos. Cost more than your condo. Uh, we. Up when I shake the room. It's your boy DJ Bugsley. Welcome to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. That's Pop Smoke. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, listen, man, I just want to just say this, you know, and um, I, I really felt some type of way about this as much as I felt some type of way about any rapper, any young rapper being killed. Um, the jealousy is at an all-time high, and you have to just be cautious on how you travel when you go to other cities to take care of business. When you're there to take care of business, you're there to take care of business. I understand people want to party. They might want to invite a girl over. But if you don't really know these people, then you got to move accordingly. And you also need to have security. Security is allowed to frisk whoever's going to come in contact with you to make sure that they don't have nothing. Check their phones. Like, whatever you got to do to make sure stuff is right. Because at the end of the day, your life is more important than any girl that you can get with, love, make love, whatever you want to call it. I just feel like sometimes you got to check your circle and you got to know how you're moving out here. Because other than that, it's going to be more fatalities. And another thing that I, that's crazy about this is that in the last two years, we have lost a lot of rappers. And in my era, when it was Tupac and Biggie, it was just Tupac and Biggie. It was Big L. It was Freaky Ty. That's four people in a matter of a 15 to 10 year span. But when it comes to these young kids, they're dropping like flies. It's like Nipsey. Now pop smoke, and it's all happening in L.A., and I, and I don't got no shade, and I'm to say it can't happen nowhere else, but it's like Los Angeles, the city of angels, it's like, damn, Los Angeles is the city of killers. It's like everybody keeps getting killed, and it's just sad, and, you know, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, to his fans, his family, and friends, and condolences to everybody. He was very talented. I didn't know a lot about him. I knew of him, but he do reminds me of 50 Cent. 
He really reminds me of 50 Cent, the voice and everything. And he was actually, 50 Cent was actually mentoring him. So, you know, it's just crazy. And then it, word got out that it's possibly his brother because his brother brother was there with him and he didn't get shot. So when stuff like that happens, and, and I want people to stop saying this, uh, your relative can get you set up. Your own brother can get you set up. It's mothers that killed kids before. So don't tell me that his brother can't set him up. Because I've been seeing that on social media, too. Like, if Marvin Gaye's dad killed Marvin Gaye, mm -hmm. then that doesn't mean that that brother is exempt from being a suspect in this case. And I hope they solve the case because it's a lot of people, like Nipsey, Eric Holder's locked up. But it's a lot of unsolved murders. I mean, Jam Master J murder is still unsolved. And that's another one. But it's just crazy. Like, rappers is just dying left and right. It's like, how? You know, it's, that's, that's a, a lot of good points you bring up. Another artist that is gone too young. Before his career could even fully get started, his life is over. But I think you bring up a lot of good points in that we tend to, get, we're too trusting of people in our circle. We yeah, think because yeah. someone's a ride or die, or their blood, or you've known them your whole life, that they can't turn on you. People get jealous. Mm -hmm. they, see you, they see you traveling, doing big things, things. living in big houses. They get jealous, and that Absolutely. goes for friends and family too. I mean, fact. there are a lot of people that are looking for a handout, looking for their come up. Maybe they get mad at you because they feel like you lost yourself. You turned on us. You're not real anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all types of different um, factors that come from success. It's not always one happy, you know, not everyone is happy to see you right. rise up. No. So I think that's something that a lot of people forget, especially with social media. It's easy to get caught up because you have thousands of people liking your pictures. That don't mean your closest circle likes you. Nope. That don't mean your best friends really truly. I'm t I'm talking truly like you yep. and won't do something for a, for a for a buck, you know. And you know you just never know because people are so quick to to assume and so quick to trust mm -hmm. that we forget to look out for ourselves. That's and fact. that's just it's just a shame to see this happen. I mean to hear to see the reports of how early in the morning, 5 a.m. people or whatever the time frame is, yeah. people are busting into his house. There's a masked man going in. You know, they're gunning him in, in, the, in the house. It's like, wow. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But I think what you, what you touch on and what you're, you know, mm -hmm. getting at is the fact that in this day and age, you know, our young, especially young artists, they just feel too invincible. Feel like you don't, you know, like you're, you're above it. Yeah. And everyone everyone has to die at some point. So don't act like just because you have millions. Don't act like you're invincible. You're not invincible. And you still have to be on, on guard and still watch your back. And bullets don't got nobody's name mm -hmm. on it. You know what I mean? The other part that was baffling about this whole story was that the 911 call came mm -hmm. from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it didn't even come from L.A. Nope. I mean, neighbors are right there. You got people Across right the there. And if you are the brother and you know your brother got shot, why you didn't call 911? Right. If you didn't do it, why you didn't call 911? Why it took somebody from Brooklyn to call 911? And how? And how? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. But, I mean, I just, you it's, hate to see this happen because you, like, wow. so many times we hear these stories about people that are getting out of their circumstances, changing their, their cycle, mm -hmm. you know, turning things around for them and their family, and they, they get killed because of yep. jealousy, whatever it may be. Maybe somebody felt like he owed them because of, I don't know, you have no idea. And I know they, were, they brought up gang, it might be gang related, it might be this, it might be that. At the end of the day, there's a life lost, and whatever led to that, could have probably been avoided. That's a fact. So, speaking of 
Yeah, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, speaking of going viral and, and just speaking his mind, and he never clearly gives a flying fuck, Bootsy basically went mm-hmm. viral. He talked about Dwayne Wade's son, and check out what he had to say. I'm going to say something about this shit, bro. Dwayne Wade, you gone too fucking far, dog. That is a male. A 12-year-old. At 12, they don't even know, they don't even know what their next meal going to be. They don't, even, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything, at 16 and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you going to... Like, bro, that's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro. For real. If he gonna be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, don't address him as a woman, dog. He's 12 years old. He don't, he's not, he's not up there yet. He, he hasn't made his final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off, Dwayne Wade, bro. You fucking tripping, dog. You tripping, dog. Mm. Well, listen. All right, so Boosie, I, I do agree with some of the stuff he said. And and the part that I do agree with is his age. Like, 12 years old, like, listen, even if he feels that way that he's gay and he feels that he likes boys, I don't think that it's up to him to make the decision to be transgender, to get your sexual operation get changed like no like no uh-uh no because if a, if a kid can't go go get liquor if he if he can't approach a gun he can't do he can't get a car he can't do none of this shit that kids can't do then he can't do that it's the same thing with ti going off on his daughter it's the same thing it's like certain things parents no like no that that's bad parent i'm sorry I, i'm i gotta sign myself and if my son was to come to me and say he's gay and say he wants a sex change the answer will be absolutely no absolutely not it's not happening and i'm never going to address my son as a her that's not because when he die, the birth certificate is going to say male i don't give a goddamn what you turn, turn off and cut off it's going to still say male so the hard part, I, the thing I struggle with about this is the fact that yeah, yeah. when I look back to when I was 12 years old mm-hmm. and, and my idea of my gender identity, yeah. yes, I, I wasn't even thinking of I attract, what I'm attracted to or what I, you know, right. I, was just a, I was just a girl. Right. You know, I just enjoyed sports. I, you know, everything mm-hmm. was, I just enjoyed, you know, go, hanging out with my friends and going to school. So I just feel like at age 12, as you mentioned, you just have so much left in your life to figure out. There's so many experiences you haven't had yet, so much learning you have to do about yourself, that it is hard to do something that is this significant, as we're seeing with D-Wade's son, making the decision to become a girl. So I do agree in the fact that it might be young, but also, this isn't the first case we've heard of this. And there is a, there's a, a story of a girl, uh, now a girl who was a boy, named Jazz. I am Jazz. She, ha- she has a show. She's a teen transgender uh, female. Mm-hmm. She was starting to go rise in popularity when she was like seven or eight years old. I had okay. to do the research on it because it's been a while. But she went through the same thing. She was a boy, and her family said from a young age, she always voiced that she wanted to be a girl. And the hard part for me is I've never been in their shoes. So I don't know exactly what conversations are being had. I don't know what's being said. I don't know what the actions are. Mm -hmm. All I know is from what I see on the outside. As a 27-year-old, I can say at 12 years old, I don't think you fully know what you want in life. I still don't know what I want in life. You know, you're always constantly Mm -hmm. changing. But I also think that 
I'm okay with D-Wade at least supporting his son. And we talked about this before. Yes, at the did. end of the day, this is a father supporting his child the best way he knows how. There is no, mm-hmm. there's no play, layout for this. There's no, there's no blueprint because this is something that is still new. Although we're seeing it mm-hmm. more often with right. more conversations around the LGBTQ com- community, mm-hmm. there's still not a definite idea of what to do, what's right, what's wrong, how you handle it. Right. I have co- people that I know that are still dealing with you know, homosexuality in their family and being accepted or whatever it may be. So I think the hard part for us is D-Wade is just trying to do what he thinks is right. He doesn't know what to do. So from mm-hmm. the outside looking in, it's easy to criticize. But in reality, mm-hmm. for this, for, for that family, this is what they thought was, made most sense. And who are we to, to judge them for that? But I do just wish all the best to mm-hmm. D-Wade's son as he's gone through this transition because I know this probably cannot be easy so as much as we want to criticize, I can't even imagine being in his shoes trying to figure out what to do. And see, that's the other thing that I want to say. And 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 I'm and I'm not really trying to judge. The thing that I'm that I'm also saying too is that I feel like it's putting more pressure on him by this being a story. Mm-hmm. And the more you do press, and the yeah. more you sit up there on ABC, NBC, CBS, and all these different big networks, the more pressure your son's going to get. Because he still has to go to school and be teased by these kids. <clears throat> oh, you a girl. You a sissy. You, you, you see what I mean? So it's like... But do you think he's going to get teased any less if he doesn't go through this? If this wasn't being publicized, he still would get teased in school. But I think because it's Because people would still see it. That's true. But I think it's even enhanced more by his dad being a spokesperson for him. Literally, that's basically what he is. Right. You know what I mean? Because then you like I don't I didn't see D-Wade ever go on public and say, yes, he's getting a sex change. Yes, I'm cutting mm-hmm. his private off. But when you start when stuff start going viral, like little kids is on social media. Little kids are seeing that Boosie video and they and they're and they're sharing it with their friends and it's on Facebook. Look at look at the, like it's just too much. It's just too much. Right. So while I don't agree with the surgery, because I just think, again, he's only 12 years old, old. I do actually, I don't mind the fact that he's becoming a spokesperson for it, because I do think that Mm -hmm. it'll, for as much as it might negatively affect things, it also might positively influence someone else that's dealing with the same thing. So think about the fact that mm-hmm. you were seeing more. So there's there's a balance to it, though, because I was actually just listening to the radio this morning, and they okay. were talking about how Marvel is supposed to actually be coming out with a transgender superhero. That's something that's new. So I think oh. there's a balance, because I do think we're over, like, we're promoting it a lot to try to make it accepted. Say that word again. Over <laughs> we're promoting it. We're over promoting <laughs> being gay. Being transgender, like right. we is, they're they're right. they're they're throwing it down so our I throats think and they're trying to way, demasculate. There's a the way black to, to make it accepted line. without it being because there's even discussion of making Spider-Man bisexual, like another another. So I oh think there's too God. much. There's too much See, focus on trying crazy. to make it like, accepted. I understand y'all want your rainbow to be bright, but goddamn. Right. Give us a fucking break. Can we just have some black love for once or just love period? Of, yeah. Like you don't see other cultures doing that shit mm-hmm. or you don't hear about it. They put us on blast. It's like they put fucking Michael Vick on blast about dogs. Like you don't see that in other cultures getting put on the media mm-hmm. about being gay and their kids being gay. When do you see Brett Farson getting his shit cut off? Like I'm just saying it's just always us, man. It's just And that's man. that's my issue I'm, with it though real, in general like though because we don't I, if you look on TV, commercials, movies, whatever, I see more homo. And look, I'm I'm not a I'm not favoring any side whatsoever. I'm right, accepted of all, but I see more mixed just... j- mixed race 
uh, couples, homosexual couples, more than I see a heterosexual black couple. You don't see that. So that's that's my, that's my issue with all of it. They're the trying fact to that wipe out that we don't we like don't, we don't love exist. a man or a woman, exactly. or we're not the so heterosexual community. Ain't I'm okay no with trying to make it accepted. I'm okay with everyone, but every single show I watch, How to Get Away with Murder, whatever, every single show I watch, there's a homosexual couple. Where I don't even see a black couple. Now they did have one on that show specifically, but you don't see that as but often. Even Empire, you see Empire. All, Prime example. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> promoting it and I, I get crazy, it you want to make it accepted in the community but can we also make just love in general accepted black you know two black people two white people maybe a black and white person maybe a Spanish whatever like and all a racial whatever I just want to see love I just want to see love but I feel like it's all, is, every it's just time like you look gay shit going exactly. on. <laughs> like what, what like I, I understand y'all want your rainbow like I said I don't know y'all want your rainbow to be bright but god damn can we get a break from this shit like I, I, I'm not knocking y'all. That's you want to do that, do your thing. That's just not my right. cup of tea, you know. But at the same time, it's just like you ain't got to keep promoting it all mm -hmm. crazy. That's all I'm saying. And I feel like that everybody gets the same opportunities. Ellen gets opportunities. Steve Harvey gets opportunities. Everybody's still getting the same opportunities. But I just feel like consistently promoting on shows. I just wonder if it's too much. Movies. Also, because like what. I look at the fact that, like, my two-year-old nephew, a lot of stuff that he's looking at, on the kids level even, you see it a lot more. And I'm wow. like, I don't know if it's something that we need to, like, is, kids don't know. They no, don't they know. Don't. So they don't. I, I just don't, but that's the, I don't know the balance of it. I and don't that's know the sad part about it, because if they don't know, and the first thing they see is being gay and being transgender, then they're going to attach themselves to that lifestyle because they didn't know. So they're getting introduced to being gay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to be gay. I mean, especially if it's a heavy influence. Now, your, your influence should be your mom and your dad first, the home. But if you got your phone and every time you scroll in and you see this and you see that, that's going to be an influence without a doubt. It definitely the is. The music? <laughs> like, it's definitely something that I is, is it, we're seeing a lot of and there's a lot more conversations around it because I don't know. You know, I, I know there's always a conversation of born gay versus, you know, becoming gay over time. Right. Um, and how that, you know, ho how homosexuality and transgender, just LGBT community in general works. But I think it's just something that we have to always be mindful of. Let's just promote love first, whatever that looks like. Heterosexual, because homosexual. Love conquers all. Or just family love. Not even just, not even sexual love. Just family this love. love, period. Respect. Let's, that because just Because I feel be like love could have made that pop smoke situation not happen love could have changed nipsey still being on earth like love conquers hate no matter mm -hmm. how you cut it and if we're not getting it if we if we always hating on each other or we always want to do this and that it's just it's just sad man it's just like wow it's like wow man these kids they starting out <laughs> they phone is raising them it's like instagram babies it's like yes <laughs> the phone is that's raising a whole them. other conversation in itself <laughs> hey, but yes on? <laughs> but all right, let's get on a brighter note because the NBA All-Star Weekend was dope. Like, mm. let's let's keep it real. Jennifer Hudson, Lord have mercy. What a tribute by Jennifer Hudson in common. What a tribute for Kobe being Bryant. I mean, when I seen Jennifer Hudson hit them vocals, I was like, Lord have mercy. It was the second coming of winners. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I remember it was a time where they was talking about Beyonce can sing better than Jennifer Hudson. Hell no. 
Hell no. And I know Beehive might come for me, but no, no, hell no. Just Look, no. I'm unofficially part of the Beehive, and I will always, always admit J-Hud's vocals are way better than Beyonce. They're two different types of artists. But more importantly, looking at the All-Star Weekend, yeah, as you talk me, about, what you think? I mean, yeah. the Chance's introduction of the players and his tribute to Chicago and, mm. and, and everything gave me chills. Jennifer Hudson gave me chills. Right. The whole weekend, this was hands down the best All-Star Weekend that we had really? seen. Oh, in my opinion. Oh, oh without yeah, a doubt. Cause, cause, cause Without a because doubt. Because you know what? Dwayne Wade said that it was the best All-Star game he's seen in over 25 years. Yes. I think all together, from Friday to Sunday, it was definitely the best All-Star weekend. If you look at the events that happened Friday with the Rising Stars Challenge, the mm-hmm. celebrity game, the excitement around that, I love the way they bring in the WNBA players, right. artists. They bring in people from the area. So you had everybody from Chicago, Chance the Rapper. You know, you had everybody's involved. You had the NBA players. Saturday's excitement around the three-point shootout and the slam dunk contest. Yeah, what was your thoughts with the, the slam oh, dunk? Oh, Aaron Gordon got robbed. Okay. Again. Again. We saw it in 2016 with Zach Levine. We saw it again this year. He got robbed. Derek Jones Jr., you know, I give him all the, the respect in the world. He's an incredible talent. But Aaron Gordon, for him to get all perfect scores and to lose in those in the sudden death Head-to-head round, unacceptable. And he jumped over Taco Fall. I don't care how tall you are, you jump over a 7'5", man, you deserve to win. He got robbed yet again, and I don't blame him when he said he's not doing the slam dunk contest ever again, because after getting robbed twice, I'd be out too. And then there was a new format on Sunday, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Mm -hmm. We saw them break it down into three, the first three quarters being three different games, which I love that because now you saw the kids that they were playing for with the charities. They're cheering. They're all into it. Team Giannis, Team Giannis, Team LeBron. You know, it gave it kind of like that head-to-head feel instead of us just unbiasedly watching. And then when you had the fourth quarter, oh, my goodness. I love the no-time format of... (laughs) Just playing for whoever whoever gets to uh, one what was it one fifty seven first. Yeah, that, and man, honestly, that was dope. That was dope. That was longer that was than the any first quarter. Time, that was the first yes. time that ever happened, right? Yep, and that was incredible because you saw them arguing calls, playing defense, which everyone always complains. There's no defense in the All Star game. Well, there you go. You had defense in the All Star game, and then you even had at the end when Anthony Davis made that game winning free throw. You saw Team LeBron cheering. When's the last time we saw all that excitement around an All Star game? Yeah. So I just think from the games themselves and also all. All the, the buildup around Chicago, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant honoring him and David Stern. Yes. That was definitely yes. the best All-Star weekend, yeah. without a doubt. It, yeah. I was yeah. like, it, it was, was like an emotional roller coaster. I was crying. I was getting chills. I was happy. <laughs> I was, was like, cheering. I was I was it, was, it was incredible, and it was beautifully yeah. done. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I didn't catch, like, I, I catch the, the game that comes on before the three-point contest and the slam dunk. I caught that, yes. the young guys, and it was, like, from different countries and all that. I seen mm-hmm. that. And then I seen like the last quarter of the actual game. Mm, yes, <laughs> which was long. That I mean, look, mm-hmm. the new format they were testing it out when they rolled it out. I know I was one of many that was very skeptical because there was just so many rules that it didn't make sense yeah. on paper. Right. But to see it actually play out, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is actually kind of genius because it was just it was fun. And even the big three, I, I know they were saying that the format of it kind of was similar to what they do in the big three. Yeah. But I might I liked it. It was unique. It was different. And these are the best players in the world. So you got to see them actually competing, playing defense, running a half-court offense. It was just, it was fun to watch. That's dope. I'm all for it. And you wanted to go. Oh, of course I wanted to go. I'm glad I didn't. It was really cold in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still freezing here in Jersey. Yo, but nah, go, next though. year, next year is my year. Because the, the, the Where's NBA Where's going to be next All-Star, year? They already, 
announced um, it? Oh, I don't they know. I forget. Do I do know it, but I, I'm, remember, I'm forgetting right now. Um, yeah. But no, everything around All-Star Weekend, aside from just what we see on TV, there's so many events. It's a great networking opportunity. Yeah, I seen Queen Latifah out yes. there, too. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, Queen's the always queen? out there. Yes. Okay, Queen. <laughs> The legend. Queen. And then I seen Spike Lee. He funny as shit. Oh, yes. Oh, he's always there. That he's got to be. But no, that was that was well done by the NBA. Adam Silver, they did their Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen. Now, before I get into this next topic, <laughs> like, yo, Star Brim. Now, if y'all don't know who Star Brim is, <laughs> this is the best friend of Cardi B. Now, Star Brim and 18 defendants was named in the indictment of gang members in the South Southern District of New York on Tuesday. She is accused of being the highest-ranking female member of the gang and is charged with slashing a person and participating in racketeering conspiracy. Now listen, she is also pregnant, and she's also due any day now. Now just let that, let that soak in. Mm -hmm. Let that soak in. You know tea. what I mean? Because... Really, though? So, all right. So, Cardi B's been with her every step of the way because she just got out of prison, I want to say, about eight months ago, maybe nine months ago. Mm -hmm. And she started a podcast, and the podcast did very well. Then all of a sudden, a belly start popping out. And I'm like, damn, okay, you, you get with the shits real quick when you get out of prison. <laughs> you, get oh, right to the, <laughs> you get right to the bed and lay it down, okay? <laughs> it only takes one time. It took one time, <laughs> goddamn. So, listen, I thought everything was good. Like, I'm like, all right, she learned her lesson. She got out of prison. She got a successful podcast. She rocking with Cardi B. Now, the one thing that I did see on Instagram that kind of had me laughing was at when Cardi B got engaged, she had the face like, this bitch gonna marry Offset? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, really though? We That's your best friend. Thing. You supposed to be pom-poming it up for mm -hmm. her. You supposed to be on the sideline like, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yeah, marry that Offset. But she didn't have that face. So, listen, she is basically a kingpin. They, they're trying to give her 50 years. Like, 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 listen... This is sickening. And when the feds is on your ass, they're on your ass. They're at 97% conviction rate. So that means that the chances of you beating them is slim to none. So that means you have to cop a plea. You have basically have to cop. You got to basically say, I'm guilty. Yeah, that was me, Your Honor. I did it. Now, see, this is what's wrong with us. See, all right. So we know Big Meech out of here. He got life. He ain't cop a plea. Okay. You got A.R. Ab. He's out of here. He got 15 to 30. When are we going to get it? Like, these people are not playing with you. They're watching your every move. And you were on probation. They're watching you. Soon as you get out of prison, they're looking at you like, oh, she did that. Okay. <laughs> Check. And then when you throwing shit on Instagram, that's another thing these gang members is doing. They throwing shit on the gram. No, you can't do that. You're snitching on yourself. Literally. Like, like the, yo, Instagram got a lot of people in trouble. Anytime you can count... 250,000 on Instagram, and you don't think the feds gonna be like, why the fuck you get that quarter of a mil? <laughs> they gonna be on your ass. So you gotta be careful out here. You cannot do it for the gram. If you gangster, stay gangster, get rid of your Instagram, and be all set. Other than that, you out of here. Mm. Star Brum. Mm. And they said that after she drops her kid, like after she gives labor, <laughs> after sad. she gives her give labor, 
they're going to be waiting for it click clean once they get all once they get everything out of the body and clean her up and all that good stuff the feds is going to open that door come to that hospital bed and clink clink that's how it's going was it worth it just so you could be gang gang <laughs> y'all want to be gang gang so bad like why though why you want to be gang gang so bad like what what to prove your heart to prove you that 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 chick or that dude what is it cue the intro for power because people Yo. get caught up thinking that they're like what you see on TV you can get yeah, away with power. it that's a TV show but that's I feel like TV people get show. caught up because look I get it well I don't get it actually at all but <laughs> it seems like it it's hard to get out of that lifestyle I'm not a part of that lifestyle right if you can't tell I've never been I would be scared that I couldn't handle that lifestyle <laughs> but I'd be scared of that but uh-uh I'll be broke over here but um <laughs> I just feel like Yo. people get so caught up Yo. and feel once Yo. again it goes back to that feeling Yo. invincible concept stop like being we were just invincible about. you're, you're not, not invincible, invincible. Everybody sees what you're doing. And, and as you said, we see so many times people go on IG Live. They're posting on their Instagram story. You know, you posting all this stuff of you. How many times have we seen people doing drugs on, on social, social media? Heroin, all these built. Like, we see you. We see we you. We know what you're doing. And all it takes is for one person, the wrong person, to watch it. And now you're, you have people knocking on your door. So I just think we got, like, stop getting caught up. Get a regular job. Okay, five. get a regular nine to five, get a normal, you know, a normal source of income. You have connections, use them instead of being jealous of Cardi because although Cardi and Offset's a hot mess, but whatever. Instead <laughs> of being jealous of Cardi because she just got that big museum looking mansion and all yes. that and a third. How about you work with her, try to get something going, get your own hustle going. Yeah. All right, build she off can, your podcast. Bells, you got a she... child coming, be a parent, Pro provide for your child. Now you're going to have a baby who's raising your child. Where, I mean, this just, it's just these are the types of things that you see in, Look, in our, especially in the, the black community. And the dad is going to have to raise your child when you to go to prison. Watch. Exactly. And the child's not going to know you. What? They're only going to know you in a jumpsuit. They, the dad is going to have is to bring it worth it? Cardi is my B. Question. Cardi is it worth B might it? even adopt it. I, I don't know, but Cardi B got enough kids in enough situations. So so I don't think Cardi B going to do that. But my thing that, oh, that never makes sense to me is that, is that short term wealth and all that. So much fun that it's worth spending your life either dead or behind bars. No. Because to me, I would rather be poor and free and be able to walk around society and instead of being freedom. stuck in a jail cell or six feet under. I mean, to me, it's that, it's that black and white. It's that simple. If you, when you get involved in that lifestyle, you have a high risk of getting caught because this is not power. You are not ghost. Even he got got. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure but you are, you son. have, you're not invincible. And it's going to catch up with you. So is it worth it? Is it worth it not being in there for your child, living the rest of your life behind bars in an orange jumpsuit? I don't think so. But we get too caught up in that short, quick gratification of wanting to make millions mm -hmm. because you can, whatever. I don't even know. I can't even try to act like I know what leads to how much money. Yeah, yeah. I'm so clueless on this whole lifestyle. But I just know it ain't worth it. That's all I know. It's not. Get my taxes taken out of my check. Yep. Give me my regular little payroll, direct deposit. And about I'll a citizen. It. And about a citizen. I'll be a law abiding a citizen, law for real. a citizen. That's it. Well, we'll be back on the other side, and we're going to tell people why we mad. Renee's going to tell y'all why she mad, and then I'm going to tell y'all why I'm mad. Got nothing on me. Got nothing on me. Yeah. Look, look. 
these shots up in his neck and won't let up. XD a nigga draw a Beretta. Shoot first and do yourself a favor. Report like I'm Craig Sager. Back out a nigga A with the bluffing. Drag war a nigga shoot you for nothing. Ten toes up on your body from drumming. SK, I have him run. It's pop smoke. It's that nigga from the floor. Shit, bitch, right back. And I don't politic, cause niggas ain't like that. I drop a slip or two and get a light pack. And I don't care if you lose and still fight back. Man, slaughter any homicides. Whole bunch of mamas cry. Whole bunch of niggas die. Looking up, I wonder why. Why niggas took my guy. I'm still screaming R.I.P. To all my fallen soldiers. For now, I'm giving hot shells like tacos. Big woo, I'm nacho. Still ducking potholes and still dumping that top. I ain't go front, yeah, I'm a leader, man. I've been rolling beaters, man. Hit home runs like I'm Jeter, man. Pick pipes like I'm Peter, man. Dripped in Adidas, man. And that wish she would fit. Think about robbing me and you gon' catch a full clip. on the floor, see, when niggas keep that still around here. Couple lines, no folks, but gorillas round. Rest in peace. Pop Smoke, man. Such a young talent, only 20 years old. This is episode 70, and Renee's going to tell you why she's very, very mad. Look, I was driving. Oh, this shit. actually wasn't, okay. I was driving. There was a pothole. Oh, shit. I was trying to get not around a little bit. You know, I'm not trying to wreck my car. Tell okay. me why the person I was driving next to proceeds to honk at me. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe you think I'm trying to come in your lane. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Proceeds to honk. Then I look in my in my mirror. He's doing all these different, you know, flipping me off, doing right. all these different hand gestures and stuff, cursing mm-hmm. mad. Right. Mind you, I'm just minding my business, driving, listening to my music, bopping, singing, whatever. I'm thinking it's over. Mm-hmm. I get to the red light. This right. man pulled up beside me, was fully turned and yelling at me. I'm really? Like, really. Wow. I said, is it really that serious? See, this is the see. If y'all don't know me, I'm like a no BS type of person. I don't got time for it. I don't waste time or energy on stuff that's not important to me. There are a lot of times people at, will start to get in my lane when I'm there. I, I honk my horn. I let them know I'm there. That is it. Go on about your life. I'm gonna go on about my life. But is it really? This man was chasing down behind me, tailgating me, yelling at me, doing all types of gestures. At, is it really that serious? I'm like, come on. I said, first of all, I wasn't even trying to get in your lane. Right. It's not even that serious. And then you really going to chase down behind me to do what? To do what, <laughs> sir? A dude really wants... Is like, it what's really that serious? Dudes, man? They, they want to the, come at females now instead of me. Right. To me, I should have I got out of my car. I've seen people do that before. You ever see someone get out there? I've yeah. seen people do that before. I should have stepped yeah, out my car. But people are crazy, people. so I'm not trying to deal with it because I don't know what they're going to do back. But to me, look, y'all, it's just never. Things are not always as serious. I hate That's when people not. cut me off. I hate when people get into my lane and don't see my car. I don't want you to hit my car. But you know what? I'm not going to chase you down and tailgate you. It ain't that serious. So that's what I'm mad about. Learn to figure, to pick your battles. Pick and your that battles. ain't one of them. That ain't one of them. Okay. What you mad about, Bugsy? Listen, it's two things. The first thing is I'm tired of people changing their occupation every mm. six months. Because of social media. <laughs> One minute you're a rapper, next minute you're doing fucking hair, then you're a runner, you fit, your stomach's still hanging out. Like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, no. I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm tired of social media changing people's occupation in their fucking head. Stick to one thing. Like Tyler Perry said, the great top player said, he said, water one seed at a time, let it grow, let it blossom, and then try to get another seed and water that. But you didn't even water the first fucking seed, and now you want the second seed. Hell fucking no. I'm not with it. Like, listen, a lot of y'all people that's trying to be rappers and podcasters and this and that, delete all your pictures from six months ago and now all of a sudden you this and you that. No, listen, stick to the script, stick to what you really is, live your truth, and you'll be fine. Okay? 
That's what I'm mad about. And let me tell you what other thing I'm mad about. <laughs> okay, listen. Now, Birdman. <laughs> you know Birdman, the guy that jerked Wheezy for all his fucking money. The guy that made Juvenile and Manny Fresh leave the fucking home. Yeah, that guy. This guy is going to talk about that NBA young bull is going to be one of the greatest artists we ever seen. Hell fucking no. No, he isn't, bro. You know why? I'm going to tell you one reason why. Because Roddy Rich is better than NBA Youngboy. That's one reason. But another reason is, damn, is he better than Drake? Is he better than Nicki Minaj? Is he better than Wheezy? Because he's not even on the charts. He's not charting, bro. In order for you to be better than somebody, you got to, you know, go to different levels, bro. Asian, white, Indian. You can't just stay hood with it. You can't just stay in a Louisiana eating your fucking chicken pot pies and shit. No, and your little biscuits and your little tattoos. Worry about staying out of trouble. Worry about getting your brother a lawyer because he just got booked. And then we can talk about you being one of the greatest and ever. And, and fucking learn how to rap better because your flow is one dimensional. Okay? So that's what I'm mad about. I'm mad about, and you're supposed to be one of the best executives that hip hop has ever seen. And you telling me NBA Young Boy is going to be the greatest artist ever seen? One of the greatest? Are you serious? Or are you on dope? Which one? Mm. <laughs> That's why I'm at. I'm sorry, but now you got me getting mad again because now that reminds me of Floyd Mayweather trying to claim he's the greatest oh athlete. God, you brought it up. Yes. Go ahead, please. I mean let him know. Is 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 LeBron. It's LeBron. That's LeBron it. LeBron James and, and look, what was it? After the year, the decade, yeah, the century, the whatever. He mad because look, they didn't pick him. No. Look, here's the thing. Floyd Mayweather, what have you done for sports? You've gone bankrupt. First of all, you make billions of dollars on a fight. And then where's your money go? All we see is you walk around in big chains and big furs <laughs> and all that stuff. What have you done for the rest of the community? LeBron James James is out here not only building whole schools, giving whole graduating classes scholarships to go to college, out here busting his butt to help charities. We see him, whether he's taking kids back to school shopping or he's out here buying shoes for kids or just all over the world being great. What are you doing? So being the best at something is more, I hate to tell you all this, but it's more than just what you do in your sport. It's yes. more than just you. It's yes. how you influence One other people. The Being the best athlete means you not only have people buying your tickets. Everywhere LeBron goes, tickets are tripling, quadrupling in sales. When he was in Philly, to get a ticket that was up in the nosebleeds, you're paying dang near upper hundreds just to be in the same building as LeBron. It's not the same thing for Floyd Mayweather. You ain't all over selling out like he is. Not every week, okay? Maybe every time you decide Floyd, to, you to only get back out, out of Vegas, retirement. Floyd. Only in Vegas when you decide to drag yourself out of retirement because you broke. So I am just getting so tired of people always trying to be the greatest broke, just because of what? Just because you want to say the GOAT. We just throw that around on everything. You ain't you the GOAT. I'll lead the GOAT. That's my GOAT. I'll lead. That's my GOAT. Tired of it. Do something for other That's people for goal. once. I'll lead. That's my GOAT. Listen, well, this is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes. We are also on iHeartRadio as well. That just happened this week. So make sure all y'all iHeartRadio app people download that app. Search Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, DJ Bugsy. I got my comrade, Renee. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Google Play Podcast, Apple Podcast. This is episode 70. Make sure you keep it hip hop. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. <laughs>